0: Check, check, one, two, one, two. All right. Let me hear you, Steph.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning to you. Good morning, everybody in the unbullshitified living group. I think we sound all right. I think it's nice for a Wednesday morning. It's, uh, it's morning. (laughs) It's morning for sure, uh, Things are moving and shaking as the autumn rolls into mm. New York City and also as life keeps moving. Listen, yeah. life keeps moving and shaking. And uh, and have you not noticed, Steph, nothing stops it. I remember, and I, I do this now in, in many pivotal moments of my life, that I just stop and look. and, and I And I remember the first time I really did this, and it had been told to me, this is like just wisdom in general, that kind of you hear here and there, but until it until it actually applies to you, until you make conscious contact with it, it's kind of just, you know, philosophical. But I do remember um, uh, right after mom died, and I'm saying like mm-hmm. after mom died, I'm saying like hours after, I remember kind of just looking out the window mm-hmm. and just thinking like there's... There's traffic out there, and that guy's honking at that guy, like hurry up, the light screen, and that dude's out walking, going to get a sandwich, he's hungry, it's lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nothing stops. Yeah. Nothing stops at all. It's, it's just this immediate, what might be, feel like it's crashing your world,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and it may be crashing your world, but it's not crashing the world. Someone's heading to lunch. Someone's going to get pizza. Someone's going to grab a cup of coffee. Someone's in a is late. Someone's going through a relationship. thing. Nothing. I looked out the window, Steph, and there was no indication. There's no indication from the outside world that my world had just crumbled. And throughout the years and pivotal moments that I have that are like that, whether they're tremendous or not, mm-hmm. um, it brings me back to that that life keeps moving. So on this Wednesday, hump day they call it sometimes. Steph, <laughs> oh, no. on hump day uh I'm reminded that life keeps moving and it's our job to flow with it. We did um we did a show on Monday mm-hmm. about change, yeah. not only allowing for change. And and what's really interesting that that I want to take away from that show and build upon is acceptance. Mm-hmm. No, acceptance is is a lot M- remember how I said change? We use the word change in a lot of different ways in our language, but it's just different words. yeah, we call it evolve. you know mm-hmm. there well, are a lot of words that that's that stem off and wear different outfits and there's a lot of that in in the English language and universally
2: mm-hmm.
0: amongst those is where we where we talk about letting go. When we talk about letting go, you gotta let go of this, let go of this, let go of this. Letting go is another dynamic way of saying it's a different outfit for the idea of acceptance. Oh. Well, because in letting go, really what you're doing is you aren't letting go of the thing because if you had possession of the thing, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be as frustrated as you are. Letting go is really letting go of the illusion, the delusion that you were holding on to it anyway.
1: Wow. Oh, I like that.
0: So it's acceptance. Mm -hmm. When you can't let go of something in the past, it's because you want to control something in the past.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And you can't. And so letting go is actually not letting go. It's just coming to terms with the fact that you can't. Accepting the fact that you cannot control an event, but you can control the label you place on an event. And so that becomes huge, recognizing what acceptance means. and you know, A lot of times as humans, the pain we feel is when we argue with reality. That's non-acceptance. When I don't accept it, it hurts me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we confuse and we don't use the word acceptance because we have that connotation with acceptance that we're okay with it. You can accept something and not be okay with it. I accept that this happened and it's, and it sucks. I'm not okay with that it happened, mm-hmm. but I accept that it did happen. It could be anything. They betrayed me, let's say. That's the most common thing that we have trouble letting go. They betrayed me. Now, why? I, they shouldn't have. I was so good. I was, mm-hmm. eh, it's not fair. What happened? You said forever. I said, no, oh, you said you would never. You know, it's, it's, um, I'm reminded of Michael Scott from The Office, oh. when she cheats on him, and he's like, "Wait, you cheated on me, even though I specifically asked you not to." <laughs> you know, like it—it it hurts us when we don't accept. Now, I can accept that I was betrayed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: with without saying, "Oh yeah, you're good, you're good." Uh, no, you're not good. What you did is really bad. But I accept that you did it. When I accept that you did it, I can recognize. That you do that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And once I recognize that you do that, I'm no longer surprised that you do that. Once you reveal yourself, you know, it's, it's the, it's, um, um, oh, I can't think of her name. Amazing poet. Maya Angelou. Maya, when she, when she writes, um, about acceptance, when the person shows you who they are the Mm -hmm. first time, you know, believe them that first time, believe them. And she's talking about acceptance. Mm -hmm. When they show you who they are, believe them. That is acceptance. We can throw a million other words, but we're talking about acceptance. Do not argue with reality. When they show you they are a tiger that will bite you, don't argue it. Don't say, oh, but they're better than that. Really? Because they're gnawing on you right now. (laughs) Are they better than that? For the 10th time, they're better than that? (laughs) Maybe just recognize they're the tiger and they bite. It sucks. I hate it. I wish you didn't, but you do. And when I accept it, I don't have to let go of the illusion that you're different than you are. I don't have to let go of the illusion that it could have been different. By I accept it, those delusions just fall off. They just fall off. And for me, that's really, really important to know. For me, that's a really important thing to recognize. That you can accept something, and when you do, you don't have to make the effort of letting go. By accepting it, it goes. And so with change, uh, bringing this back to change, I know I started out long-winded this morning, but when it goes back to change, the reason why... It's so important to talk about accepting change, is because it's not that you're trying to. We see what happens when people try to fight change; you lose a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Change is undefeated. When you accept that you are change, or that life is always changing, that life is evolving, that atoms and molecules in motion, and there's traffic. Your whole world just crumbled, but there's traffic out there. You're going this and that. Once you accept that it is that, you don't have to like it. There's a lot of things in life that I accept and recognize that it's true, but I don't like it. Have you not noticed? I don't care how old you are. Have you not noticed that this world, this life, does not care what you like or don't like? (laughs) Does not care what you think is fair or unfair? Life just behaves Life behaves like a sociopath. Mm. It just happens and happens and happens and happens and happens. doesn't let you breathe. And if you're not strong with yourself. Then life's going to happen to you. As opposed to you happening to life. When you accept that this is what it, I wish it was different. When you, when you, when every time I made somebody a plunger on my phone any time I made them an etch sketch on my phone, any time I, I, I wrote, I changed their name to Do Not Answer, there are times that I did that through tears. I don't like this. I wish it wasn't this. Remember when we could just talk like, why can't it be? What? And I would argue with reality through tears. I didn't like it. But I had to accept that it's true. And by accepting that it's true and finally press enter to change that name, it fell off and I could heal. To heal a wound, you need to stop touching it. When we accept that change is happening anyway, we can explore the strength we have in that truth. We have become masters of exploring strength we have in places that we don't have any strength. And then we say, I feel helpless and powerless. Yes, because you don't have a fucking time machine. Because you don't have magic wand power over a human being. You can't help them if they don't know they have an issue. It's hard enough to help them when they have know they have an issue. You know you have an issue. Oh, I have to... I have to watch what I eat and exercise or I'm starting to feel horrible. You know you have the issue. You know you need to do it. Oh, there's a, a wedding coming up. I have to fit into a dress. I have to fit into a tux. Summer's coming out. I fit into my jeans. You know it's coming. You want to change with all your heart. And it's still challenging. That's you changing you. Yeah. What strength do you have changing someone else? Especially if they don't even know. They think you're the issue. Well, you have no chance. Yeah. But we argue with those realities and we start, not. we don't accept it. And that becomes the cause of our pain and every way that, listen, it's physical, psychological, there, you know, there's a psychophysio connection. There's no doubt there. Don't forget our moods are not psychological. They are physiological. You don't think happy. Oh, I think happy today. No, you feel happy. I don't. How you doing? I think excited. No, you feel excited. Our moods are physiological. Chemical reactions happen in our body, and then they tell our brain what to label it as. Mm-hmm. And so we recognize this, and as we go through and stop arguing with reality, instead of exploring and being frustrated at the non-strength and trying to find a way that I can have strength in a place that I'm not designed to have strength in, Instead of arguing with that reality, we can go into the truth. I control what I control. It's so little. But when I ex- when I can explore and accept that life is happening, when I can accept that people are people, when I can accept that what's true is what's true, I don't have to like it. And the world doesn't give a shit if you like it or not. But when I accept that it's true... I can then navigate within the power I have there. Mm-hmm. And that's the only place I have power. So you can explore and have fun and create and shape. And when people get frustrated, I get so many messages. Them, How could you be this? And you can know this, but you're also friends with people who talk to dead people and blah blah. How could you be? Because I don't know. And neither do mm-hmm. you, and neither do they. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know and what I have accepted is that whatever's true, whatever happens the day I die, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: whatever happens is true, whether I believe it or not. It's true whether I believe it or not. So the freedom is found in that when I accept that, Whether I believe this or don't believe this, I believe that or don't believe that. It doesn't matter. What's true is going to be true anyway. Mm -hmm. And so let me explore where I do have strength. I know I'm here now. (laughs) I can be nice now. I can be kind now. I can make mistakes now. I could say sorry now. I can change behavior now. I can empower others now. I can be medicine now. I can be poison now. I can be whatever and adjust and adjust and, and navigate. And instead of life happening to me, I can start happening to life. I could recognize, hey, you're labeling me something. I don't want to be that label. I want to be something else. I am something else. You're labeling me on, on what 10% of what I am. You're making it 100%. No, I'm not fitting into your box. I didn't different, but I need 20 different boxes. And and then tomorrow I might decide it might be 10 different new boxes, and I'm none of those. I am an expression of something that wants to grow, empower, inspire, refine, improve, and want to happen to this world. And I can't be any of that unless I accept that I can be all of that. And that only comes with acceptance, it only comes with recognizing change. It only comes with recognizing because I'm changing that so other people are changing and I have to give them that space to change. I mean, I don't have to. I can fight change and make everyone miserable around me like they try to do to us. I can do that. But that's not you. Oh, who's this? Oh, you think you're better. Oh, wow. You're trying to look into this stuff now. I could do that too and make you miserable. Or I can accept that just like I'm changing, the people around me are changing, and just like I have had the pain of outgrowing some of, of the people closer to me, they would have the pain of outgrowing me. Heading in, Outgrowing is what we use, that we're heading in different directions. It's not that I'm bigger than you or smaller than you. I'm in a different direction. We used to be in the same direction. Now I'm not. There are people I used to agree with um, and, and through through politics, through life, through life choice, and now I don't and it's not that i'm better or worse i'm just different but i accept that and just like i'm different for some i'm not everyone's cup of tea and i used to be your cup of tea but now i'm not your cup of tea and i'm going to feel the same way about others and when you accept that there's a freedom and power you have in it when you accept like i i i don't i don't wish you 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 don't i'm not against you it's just that we're not on the same journey on the same road anymore. I want you to be on the road and traveling towards your success. I don't wish you a flat tire. I don't wish you to run out of g- I want you to have a successful journey. Just on different roads and different places and different vehicles and different everything. And so for me, that's the most powerful place to be. And that way I can focus on my own change and recognize respect in a lot for other people's changes. And I think that through the change show that we did, Steph, I think that's a really powerful thing to to convey to people is how important it is that none of that shit happens unless you accept it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really powerful. You actually uh, – one of our top posts this week it has a little bit something to do with that. It was um, think of how many chances and fresh starts you've given others. Let today be the day you grant that to yourself. A new day, a fresh start, renewed energy, endless opportunities and blessings. Let's make today worth remembering.
0: Yeah, you know, we tend to be, when we when we choose a, a path of embracing change and embracing mm-hmm. our own evolution, we start recognizing ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. Like where we are. All in the same team, but individually, we are also a piece of this thing. We are a a grand puzzle and I, but a piece, (laughs) but still a piece. Mm -hmm. And it's important to the entire puzzle that I maintain the integrity of my form. And so for me, for me, recognizing that sometimes we aren't great to ourselves, Steph, Sometimes we're not great to ourselves. Sometimes we do forgive others, and we do have this thing where we let them go. We let them, we let them they do some atrocious shit, and we're like, hey, you know, you're just a human. You're, yeah, and that's fantastic. Be like that always. But don't forget to turn that on yourself. Because you're thinking you're a bad person because something you did, and, and instead of recognizing that you're not a bad person for what you did, but what you did might have been bad. So accept, shit, I'm capable of that. What created that? What made me capable of this? Say you're sorry to whoever and make the change. But let's not be masters of forgiving others because internally we wish people did that. Some people will never forgive you. We went over that emotional loan sharks. Some people, some people don't, you don't deserve to be forgiven from. Again, we're all on this journey. If anyone out there listening has made it through Without being a villain in somebody's book, teach everyone else. And side note, you didn't. You're just delusional. (laughs) You're definitely a villain in someone's book. That's just how this goes. Mm -hmm. That's just how this goes. Jesus couldn't convince 12 people. Yeah. He convinced 12, and one unfollowed. <laughs> Jesus couldn't not be in most pe- a villain in most people's books at that time. It's OK that you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Gandhi, villain in books. Yeah. Mother Teresa, villain in book. Not mm-hmm. everyone loved them. There were plenty of people who didn't like them, famously so because they pointed a gun and shot. Mm-hmm. So allow that for yourself. Allow that for yourself you you find you find these things I've been heavy on talking uh and maybe some of the post stuff I forget, but don't let your history interfere with your destiny.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've been heavy on that because when talking about change, you have to do a lot for it and allow that to be a power you have not to be defined by the past. you know that that quote that I don't remember what book it's in, but the I'm glad that last night's sunset doesn't define. So, or this morning sunrise doesn't define itself on last night's sunset. Mm-hmm. I find power in that. I find power in that because that is more letting go, acceptance, clearance. A fresh start. You can't have a fresh start unless you have let go, a close. You can't have a rebirth. So many people talking about rebirth. I'm going to be the rebirth of me and a rebirth of my life. And that's great. But don't forget that you can't have a rebirth. Until you have a death of the last one,
1: uh, right?
0: Because then you're just lying, yeah, to yourself, not maliciously. You gotta have a death of the last one. Have the whole funeral, <laughs> man. Old me, here lies <laughs> old me, and all old bad habits. This is why I did it. This is why I'm sorry for the but and change these habits. And then you have your rebirth. But before the birth, make sure you have the funeral. Have the death. And that comes with acceptance. You know, a whole life awaits when you let go. A whole excitement waits when you go. And until then, nothing. I I used to tell a story about uh, the analogy, anyway, of of a cruise ship. So, pre you know COVID era, where the idea of a cruise ship makes you (laughs) nauseous. I used to talk about cruise ships and how you would see these palaces. Seth, I'm not sure you've ever been on a cruise ship or not, but they're they're like a some of them
2: mm-hmm. are
0: like a palace inside. You would never know you're on a on a ship in the middle of the ocean. You would never know looking around, you think you're at a at a five-star hotel ballroom and there's food and there's dancing and then you step outside. Step this thing leaves the dock, and you're cruising to wherever. Some people like to look at cold things and ice and mountains and stuff like that. Yay, not me. <laughs> you want to go see some Caribbean? I want to be. I want to be as close to naked as possible, <laughs> and I want to hear music and and I, these type of things. And so mm-hmm. I want to be headed. And when we dock, I have the opportunity. There are some cruises that's so majestic. It's beautiful inside. This pe- everyone's in cruise mode, literally, mm-hmm. right? So they're out there, stuff, and everyone, they're boozing at noon. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're boozing, and everyone's having a good time. You're chatting. You're on vacation, on break. Who knows what everyone's going through, but during that time, you're on this cruise. And it sets sail, and here you go. You may be heading somewhere. To, you may be heading to the Mayan ruins in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And when this thing docks at the Mayan ruins, when it pulls up, to, to, to where you're going to get off to go see the Mayan ruins, you're looking at a thousand years of history, incredible ideas, a mystical, powerful, passionate. You may be meditating in a spot where kings sat and meditate. You may be looking at one of the most ancient and articulate, uh, a, a civilization that invented forms of math. That we use today to this day. You might be on, on the way to those ruins. Steph there's going to be music. And sometimes you go out. And it's the middle of the day. And all you see is ocean. And it's beautiful. And it's smooth. And it's sunny. And you see this couple over there. All smoochy smoochy. And you're you're thinking like. ah, oh, this is beautiful. And who knows what they're going through. But they're, right now they're cruising in the sun. And they see. The water, as far as it's romantic, you can go for a stroll and start feeling physically fit because the cruise ships are big enough for you to walk around. It's like a track. You could be having a great time. Maybe it's a family cruise and you have your family there and you're reconnecting with your kids and your spouse and you're going down one of those crazy slides into the water and everyone's having such a great time. Maybe it's nighttime stuff. Maybe it's nighttime and on that same patio, on that same deck, on that same sun chair. You have never seen the stars like the stars when you're on a cruise. You have never seen the stars like the stars lit while you're in the middle of the ocean. It could be one of the most romantic, life-changing experiences of your life. You go on a cruise, Steph, and you could fall back in love with yourself. You could fall back in love with your family. You can reconnect. You could be created. You can be having an adventure of a lifetime. You can go on a hike through a trail that's thousands of years old. You can go see majestic points of history, landmarks. You could fall, you can meet someone new and fall in love with someone and, and, and meet your best friend. You can meet all of these things can happen. But none of it, Steph, can happen. None of it could happen unless the cruise ship first lets go of the dock. Wow. Oh, wow. Because the dock is just there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. It's a, it's a point that's not moving. Just like everything in your past is a point that isn't moving. It's done. It's done being alive. Yesterday's done being alive. It's not fluid anymore. You are holding on to it. You say, I can't let it go. It's not holding on to you. It's gone. It already forgot you. It's moved on. It's a fixed point. You can't change it. That's why they can put it into books, into newspapers. It's there. It's done. You're not changing it. So the dock is there. And it looks, when you look at it, it looks like the dock's holding on to the ship. But no. It's the ship that's holding on to the dock. And as soon as the ship let's go of the dock it's off onto its journey its journey that can carry all of those things i mentioned and even more but it first has to let go of what's keeping it from embarking on its journey and that's what acceptance is you don't have to like the past you don't have to like your present But the power to flow with the change remember you aren't you aren't starting the change or not you are change that's what we are so the question isn't whether you're going to affect change it's whether you're going to embrace the power to change and go with that flow or you're going to continue to argue with the reality in the illusion that you'll have any say in it. I have been at some really spiritual points, some really humanitarian points. I have been with the who's who in the spirituality world. I've talked to the people people pray to. And never once have they said, you know, God reached out to me and asked me my opinion for tomorrow. (laughs) Never once. Life happens. We are changed. And your your desire to stop that change does nothing to change itself. It just hurts you. It just puts you in the past. It just makes you stagnant. Change happens and continues to happen anyway, regardless of your opinion. And so you can... Free yourself from the burden of non-acceptance. The burden of imposed stagnancy. And embrace that you are change. And see the power that that can have to propel you forward. And for me, I absolutely love that.
1: I love that. There's There's a quote of yours that, one of my favorites, it's, I used to worry about the labels others placed on me until I realized my limitations weren't coming from their labels but my own. It really makes me think about how what like that dock, like that boat, what labels am I holding on to? Not what people call me, but what I call myself and what I'm capable of. What are those what are those labels and what do I need to let go of so I can live yeah, that full life.
0: It we we're so just amazing. we're in a constant state of imprisoning ourselves. Yes. So we, you do have to pay attention to that. Yeah, it's not what they call me. Mm-hmm. That's the the tragedy. Isn't that someone calls you something or labels you? Mm-hmm. The tragedy is when you believe them. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's the challenge. That's the human experience, right there, Steph. That is that. It's not. I used to. Oh well, they're calling me this. They're calling me that. Who mm-hmm. who said? Who said? There's, there's no one who said until you said, right. As soon as you accept that, then you're all of a sudden, you're no longer being you. You're performing for them. How many people do I see performing every day? Almost everybody. You know how I see it. The walking dead. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time. They're just performing. They're performing a role and they're not even performing a role they've given themselves. They're performing a role. Other people gave them. And then wondering why you're miserable and, and finding drugs and other ways to anesthetize the pain you have of performing a role you didn't write for yourself. And that's where all the other quotes of, you know, pick up the pen, write your mm-hmm. story. If you're not the hero of your own story, you're missing it, the whole point of, of, of your um, humanity. I, I can't stress this enough, and I know it. Maybe the Wednesday show's supposed to be a little more light and yeah. funny. Haha! <laughs> I, I'm I'm coming at you strong today because what are you doing? Don't forget, I get hundreds of messages a day, and I try to get to as many as I can. But it's always watching people I love. I don't know you, but I love you. Watching people I love work themselves out of a prison no one put them in. And trying to find the key. Where's the key to happiness? Where's the key to happiness? Where's the key to success? Where's the key? And what they're saying, Steph, is I need the key to open this prison door. Here's the thing. The door's not locked. And nobody's watching you. There's not a camera. There's not a warden. There's nothing. You put yourself in there and you're like, oh, now how am I going to get out? I don't know. <laughs> how the hell did you get in?
1: <laughs> the
0: door isn't locked. Open the fucking door. And the people around you are watching you do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they may seem malicious and some are, but most aren't, you know why? Because they're in their own cell.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, it's, and it's it's worse that I will say it till I'm blue in the face. This is my 27th year saying this. It is worse than prison. Because at least in prison, you can see the bars. This is a prison you put yourself in that you can't even see the bars and and you don't know you're in prison. I love that Harriet Tubman quote, or at least attributed to her. When she was being celebrated for freeing the slaves or guiding slaves to freedom. And I forget the exact number, but I love the idea of it. So forgive me if I hack this quote up a little bit, because it's the idea of it that matters to me. She was being applauded for for leading so many of these slaves in the Underground Railroad to freedom, and let's say the word is 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 a thousand. Let's say the number is a thousand. And then, you know, oh my, congratulations! Thank you so much for freeing a thousand slaves. And the answer attributed to her is, "Well, I would have freed ten thousand if the others had known they were slaves." The problem with being in a cell and you not know it is that you think you're free. And then the people around you don't know that you're in a cell and they like you where you are because when you're extra free, then they realize they're in a cell. Mm -hmm. And we go to that common denominator, the lowest common denominator thing that happens that you're Mm -hmm. seeing this thing happen here in the United States where it's like, hey, Steve, is everyone getting dumber? (laughs) Yes. Because we're going to the lower common denominator because we keep, we keep, uh, it's, I say it a little more rough sometimes when I say the dead are always trying to convince me how comfortable their coffins are. Mm -hmm. Steve, why don't you just relax, man? Look, you've made enough money. You've looked impact. There's millions of people. I see your quotes. My kids see your quotes. I see my stuff. There's you know all the apps, and I saw someone was tick tick talking, and they were talking about your stuff on TikTok. It's, you're everywhere, but Take a break, take a break. You touched the world ten times over, and you're not even fifty yet. Go enjoy, but you're talking from your coffin. You're talking from your coffin. Don't tell me how comfortable your coffin is. I don't want to lay there. I'm not gonna lay there. I'm gonna I'm gonna fall into one. I will not lay into one. I will fall into one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: When I when my throat doesn't work anymore. When my hand when my throat start when I start feeling my throat not working I'm learning sign language.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when my hands don't work anymore. My throat doesn't work anymore. My pockets are empty from helping everyone I can. I'm taking not a a penny with me. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Then I'll fall into one. And it'll almost be an act of mercy that I died (laughs) than a tragedy. Because so many people are in their cells. And they don't see it. And then every now and then. Someone else will be like, oh, isn't this cool how you can now do this? And if you meditate this long, if you meditate for 20 minutes, if you meditate for 20 minutes, it'll help relieve the stress and anxiety that you have. And you see that and you're like, oh, that is so good. And it's like, it's like you, you confuse for freedom as, as the great immortal infidel Ingersoll said, do not confuse for freedom the right to examine your own chains. Mm, wow. And so you go, and instead of saying, hey, listen, meditation's great. Do that. But also if you got those 30 minutes, do a couple push pushups and sit-ups,
2: mm-hmm.
0: go walk around the block a couple times. Cause what that's going to do is not what meditation does, which is so wonderful. Meditation does. It does something your frontal lobes are what, what will create the rationalization and good news and bad news is stress points of your life. When you start overanalyzing to shout out to all the (laughs) overthinkers that shit's happening up here and you're thinking about and you're stressing about and all that stuff. And what meditation does is a very similar thing to what some drugs do and some alcohols do. It's not that it takes away the thing that stresses you. It has a physiological response. It's, It's beautiful. And you breathe and you relax and things seem to fade away. It knocks the edge off of things and things seem to fade away. What it's actually doing is it is desensitizing, it is numbing those stress areas. So you literally feel it less. You literally feel less stressed. But not because you are less stressed, but because the part that feels it is numb. <laughs> And that's why you have to do that every day and find different ways because no one's telling you either through maliciousness or through ignorance, they're not telling you that if you to take that 30 minutes and apply it to the thing that's stressing you, you can alleviate the causal source instead of numbing the pain you feel. We have mastered numbing the pain we feel with all these Eastern and Western ideologies. And we have become complete cowards when it comes to attacking the causal source. So I'll go to therapy, I'll take drugs, I'll do all this stuff, I'll take this, I'll go here, I'll go here. Instead of just saying, hey, stop treating me that way. I'm better than that and I don't care if I've accepted it for this many years, today is the last day. That was it, your last outburst was your last one. Instead of having the internal strength to do that, oh, you know, I have to go take meditation. I'm going to take this class. I'm studying this thing. And if I put these droplets right here and I have a magic crystal back here, then he's less of an asshole. No, he's not. You're just drunk, not on alcohol. And you're chasing a high that's anesthetizing the pain that you would avoid if you just attacked the causal source. And for me, there's no one saying it because you have a, a a a society filled with gurus who are, guess what? Wait for it. Once they say meditation is the answer, which are meditation and prayer are amazing. If you think they're amazing when you're stressed, imagine how they are when you're actually in control of your life and knocking out the stressors. Powerful, endless. Don't ever stop praying and meditating, but also happen to life. And when you pay attention, stuff to the people who are saying, meditation is the answer to your problems. <laughs> and if you act now, you can get my meditation CD. And don't forget, we're taking a meditation cruise. So it's at 100%. I found Stephanie. You know, the spiritual always whisper. Mm-hmm. I found Stephanie that. These crystals, when placed, there's an energy. And when placed right here, the magic effect is incredible. Good question, because I sell the crystals. (laughs) I know they are from rare, deep in the Amazon jungles. But I (laughs) got my hands on some and enough to sell to all of you. And if you act now, we'll do a special prayer cloth to go with it. It's always that way. Instead of just saying, Hey, listen. Hey, listen. That stuff is good. It's always been good. And the crystals will help you as much as you believe they'll help you. I'm not even against the crystals. Anything that makes you feel better, I'm for. But also attack the causal source. Recognize that when you're looking to anesthetize the pain... You're looking to anesthetize the pain, attack the source of the pain, not the pain, right? Mm-hmm. And so we know this in every other aspect of our lives, but we become cowards when it comes to changing. We are masters of wanting change. Look at the self-help section of a bookstore. Cowards and pursuing it. And so for me, cowardice doesn't come from from someone's lack of integrity of word or lack of of backbone, as they would say. Mm -hmm. It comes from a lack of information. And that lack of information comes from you pursuing things and trying to change things you have no control over. So you feel powerless because every every evidence you have in your life is that you're powerless. Mm-hmm. But not because you're powerless, but because you keep focusing on things in which you have no power. And we're surrounded by gurus that don't tell you, hey, you're looking in the wrong direction. They'll say, well, this is how you feel better about not having power. <laughs> What? And they'll be like, you must transcend the ego. But their book and everything they have has a huge picture of their <laughs> face right on it with like a fucking halo. <laughs> the material world means nothing. And for 29 95 Oh, like. So we have to pay attention. I told you a, li- a life changing moment for me being raised Catholic was always recognizing watching behavior. And saying like, oh, wow, like, hey, the church is telling me that when I need money, just, you know, pray, pray, and and the windows of abundance are opened unto ye, right? Mm -hmm. But when they need money, they didn't say they're going to pray. They hand out a basket.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: They took an action not Mm -hmm. to alleviate the stress that they need money. They took an action to the cause. Let's go get money. We don't have a thought issue. We have a money issue. Yeah. Let's go to the money. But they don't tell you that. And then I would see these gurus who I would see see them like I see all of you. Like I would know them because I was, you know, mixed into those conversations. And fortunately had a show for many years that Mm -hmm. they came to. So I got to meet them personally, not just the character guru they were playing, but like personally. Yeah. And... I would see, like, wait, why don't you tell people this? Show them this. This is what they need to see because they think they're less spiritual than you. Uh-huh. They think that they're less holy and they have it less mm-hmm. figured out. You're a fucking mess. <laughs> Th- that would empower them more than the bullshit you're telling them. Yeah, to definitely. To say, oh, this person, the, oh, the whole universe conspires in your favor, person, is a fucking mess? <laughs> then I have a chance. Yeah. If I embrace change, I can go, you know. Mm-hmm. But, of course, that never happens. But but I would I would see them and be like, just put it out to the universe if you just have that intention, speak it, and the universe will conspire in your favor mm-hmm. but then they'd go on a thirty city book tour
2: right, and yeah.
0: their and their publishing company will pay a million dollars in advertising, make sure it's on every podcast you hear, every billboard, every bookstore, all this stuff, and they fly them around the country and sometimes around the world, and pay for these mega events. Well, I thought of you. All you had to do is intend.
2: No. You're,
0: you're you're traveling like an insane person, working really hard, and and spending obscene amounts of money on advertising, and you're telling people all you have to do is intend, and then when they all they do is intend and it doesn't work, guess what they do? Because the human brain, guess what they do? They say, oh, F this guy? No. no. They say, I must be the problem. It yeah. doesn't work for me. Let me find a different medicine that will mm-hmm. make me feel better. It's it's a disservice. So I'm coming at you hard today because for me, me, it's really important that you're freed from that because that's what we're here for. We're here for you to live your best life. I, I can't imagine. I don't know what your purpose is. Maybe there's a specific purpose. But I keep it general to live your best life, to be the best version of you, mm-hmm. to inspire and empower, enhance your own life and spread that to others. And along the way, your plus, your minus, your like it, your, your scars will help some people. Your beauty will help others. It, it, it doesn't matter to me. It's just be in a, in a positive when you, it's like a, like a bank account. I don't care if you have a dollar, 10 cents, just end up in the positive, mm-hmm. not in the negative. And to me, like life is like that in that sense where it's, it's just learn, adjust, help, and be the best version of yourself. Now, if that's applied to a specific area in life and you shake the world and move them, awesome. If it doesn't, awesome. And for me, that's, that's the most common fundamental purpose that we could have is just be the best version of yourself. And you can't do that. Unless you accept that you are the version of yourself and that you are in constant change and flow and motion. That means you'll have moments of strength. You'll have moments of weakness. You'll have moments that you haven't figured out. you have moments that you don't. You know, we've all experienced that. It's not because you're broken. It's because that's life. Life is that. You finally get all the answers and life changes all the questions. <laughs> that is life. Yeah. You, there's no one who doesn't, I don't care who you pray to, who you meditate to and who you buy their books. That is life. They are experiencing the same thing. They may not say it, but they are. Life has its twists, its turns. And sometimes you're feeling strong and sometimes you're feeling weak and sometimes you have it figured out. And then sometimes when you get all the answers, they change all the Mm -hmm. questions and you feel like you start fresh again. That's what life is. Because life is change. It's a flow. It is not stagnant. So don't be stagnant. Accept who you are, accept what you are, and accept the power you have within that. Accept who someone else is, what they are, and the power you have within that. And you will see how not only the stressors cut away from your life, but you're able to put your energy into making progress. Instead of putting your energy into making motion. Wisdom is recognizing that there is a difference between motion and progress. You can sit on a rocking chair all day long and you had motion all day long, but you went nowhere. Hmm. Most people don't go anywhere, but they have, Steve, I go this and I do this and I do this and I don't know. I'm not getting to where my goal is. I don't know what happened. Well, you're busy. And usually in busy nothingness. Because you don't have a specific thing you've accepted in a specific place you want to go. You you are an archer. You are a shooter, whatever you are, but you have no target. Mm-hmm. So when you have no target, yeah, it's motion, but it's not progress. When you don't know where you're going, every road takes you there. So you don't know if you're too close, you're too far. You don't even know where you are because you know where you're going. <laughs> But once you accept this is me, this is where I am, this is the pros, these are the cons, this is what I can change, this is what I can affect, this is where I could put this energy, you start putting destinations on those maps. You start putting targets. And now you could focus your energy in those areas. And you will suddenly, and, and when people do this, and I know many of you listening, because this is our private group of badasses, I know many of you listening have done this. And you say, holy, I, how many times do I do I read... I wish I knew this when I was younger. You know why? Because for 30 years, you didn't know this. You were, in a, you were in a self-imposed prison. Yeah. And you had a lot of motion but no progress. And then you learn this. And and a year later, you've done 50 years of, of progress. And you say, oh, I wish I was able to do this when I was mm-hmm. 30, when I was 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't. So accept that. But you could do it now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can do it now. I know 70-year-olds who embrace this idea. And from 70 to dead, live a better life than they did from zero to 70 and die like this (laughs) because you owned it. Mm -hmm. It is a life well lived. It's a life that you chose to live instead of laying there in your deathbed at the end of a of, of a personal book you didn't write. That you were a puppet on a string for all these people that weren't even thinking of you. You're, you're obsessed with what they think of you and obsessed of acting the role that they placed you in. And if you knew how little they thought of you, you'd realize how ridiculous that is. But instead, to lay your head on a pillow at night, exhausted from progress. Not just motion. You've exhausted yourself with what you can control. The things around you, who you are. Forgiving, being forgiven, accepting, changing, changing behavior. Recognizing maybe those days are the days that that, that you sit on the floor and you play with your kids. Maybe those are the days you, you your spouse does mention something they've been into that you've been blowing off. And you say, tell me about that. What? Really? And what made you think? And you start interested. You want to watch the dynamics of your life flare into a huge blaze of love, passion, intimacy, and friendship. Let go of the things you don't control. Accept that you don't control them. And start putting your energy and your focus into the places that you do. And you will see that the magic is you, the guru is you, the magic crystals is you, you are prayer, you are meditation, you are change, you are power. You will recognize that. And to me, Steph, that's the most beautiful and, and fulfilling thing to see.
1: It's so beautiful. I am so grateful for all the times in my life that, I didn't listen to a miserable person tell me what's happiness.
0: Yeah, well, if you once you recognize and accept for yourself, you're mm-hmm. able to see that some others haven't accepted it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and
0: you start looking at the the formulas. You know, I look at everything as math, and I'm, I'm I'm fortunate that way. But you could look at it as formulas, you could look at it as products, you could look at it at these type of things. And once you see, you accept yourself for who what you are. You could see someone else and say, "Listen, I see why they see it that way cuz they're looking through their own filters, right?" So, I could see why my empowerment scares you and how you respond to fear is by trying to shoot me down by insulting me. Some people are overt, some people are slight. You know, they, you know, they have those uh offhand slighted uh compliments that's also like a an insult at the same time. And you have this kind of stuff, and people who are tied diminish your fire. They don't want to fan your your flame because your flame makes their their corpse, their zombie-ass nervous. Is that a beating heart? Zombies get nervous. And so you do see that, and so you're able to recognize, hey, oh, thanks, you know, have a good day, whatever, casual conversation, and then get out of there. Because you can look at someone and say, hey, listen, you can keep your negativity to yourself, After watching you destroy your own life or make your own life stagnant with Mm -hmm. your own toxic opinions, Mm -hmm. why would I let you do the same to me? You have your life. Great news. You have your life, your book. You write it how you want. It can be as happy, as miserable, as toxic, as freeing. It can be whatever you want your book to be. Joy, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I get the choice to write mine. And whether I want to read yours or not. Or whether I want your book in my life's library or not. But don't be writing your book and then reach over and start writing in mine. <laughs> younger, younger me would allow that. <laughs> Older me will rip your arm off. Those days are over. I'm writing it. And when I write, I finish a chapter and realize, oh, I could be better than this. Then the next chapter, guess what? I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm done with that chapter and I say, you know what? I really liked what I did there. You know what I do, Steph? There's more chapters with that in it. And how come when this person shows up in this chapter, it feels shitty? Well, I'm writing that person out. I'm writing them out. Most likely this version of me with something humorous. <laughs> They're gonna get. They're gonna. You know. They're gonna get the picture on the phone. The plunger. <laughs> they're gonna get the etch a sketch. Uh, they're gonna get the Shakespeare. Did I mention the Shakespeare? Um. No. Folks, did I mention the Shakespeare? <laughs> so we we went over. If you missed it, if you missed it, I mentioned the the type of people that that uh, toxic people that I try to avoid and i went over my list and, and i mentioned the plunger i mentioned the the a sketch i mentioned so many you know there there's the titanic i mentioned i give them labels and names it's funny but also reminds me keep that keep that barrier mm-hmm. and if they have a problem with that barrier they are the reason you need that barrier but i guess i didn't mention the shakespeare if you call me <laughs> And Shakespeare, a picture, you know, that that famous just picture of Shakespeare that I have, it's kind of like penned picture of -hmm. of Shakespeare. The Shakespeare comes up. This is a person who likes to write drama. (laughs) And they're a special kind of writer because like Shakespeare, they are both the perpetrator and the victim of the Mm -hmm. drama they write. So they set fires everywhere they go, but they're also somehow, wait for it, the burn victim, <laughs> they write drama and they are the pro and the con, the medicine and the poison. They are the, 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 the the, per, the arsonist and the burn victim. They're the Shakespeare. <laughs> and so when I recognize that I'm writing my own book and then I'm oscillating through life, life's enough as it is. Life throws things at you as it is. For me to worry beyond that and my ever-changing life and dynamic and family and all these things and all these individuals that come in. And then I have to worry about how you're reacting to your stuff and you're having such a bad – you know people who have such a bad day that they try to kill your day. Mm Mm-hmm that's common. It's sometimes not even malicious, but it's just it. And if they've learned those things, and again, you're writing your book, it's it's hard enough for me to stay focused writing my story, my book, the characters in it, and how I am going to build and how I'm going to be in this book and this story so that when, when God does close this book and add it to the universe's library, I can rest assured that it was something I wrote. Mm-hmm. That it was a life that I lived. Not that the Shakespeare one's overwriting on your stuff. Because you know what Shakespeare's writing. You know what The Plunger's writing. You know what The etch sketch is writing. Spoiler alert. Nothing you benefit from. <laughs> so embrace the change. Embrace the power you have in your life. And recognize that it doesn't matter how many years went by. You're looking for the key to get out, to get out of your own way. There's no key. Open the door. Nobody's watching it. It's not locked. You have chosen to imprison yourself by beliefs that aren't true. And how are they not true? Because you're fucking miserable. Your true self knows who you are and what you're capable of. And it yells at you when you talk yourself down and talk yourself out of your greatness. When you live less than spectacularly, unapologetically, your badass self, when you continue to bet against yourself, even though every single time you said, I can't go any further, I can't do this, I'll never make it past this, this is the end for me, This is... and here you are on Facebook looking at my ass going, hey. Here I am again. Every single time you bet against yourself, you were wrong. Every single time somebody else bet against you, they were wrong. You have a history of victory. It may have been bumps, bruising, and scars. But that's okay. Some of the most beautiful things on earth are the scars. There are people today visiting the Grand Canyon. Steph, the middle of the USA, towards Mm -hmm. the west Mm -hmm. and the south. There's a Grand Canyon. Yeah. Famous. Wherever you are in the world right now, you could be one of my brothers and sisters in Australia, New Zealand. You could be in Japan. You could be wherever you are. You know what I'm talking about, and you're picturing the Grand Canyon. They find seashells and stuff at the Grand Canyon. Steph, you know this.
2: Yeah.
0: Because that used to be the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> And what's so beautiful about the Grand Canyon is just the way that water has carved its way through creating a maze that seemingly has no destination because it doesn't matter where it goes. It's that it's there and it's the power and perseverance of water right as they'll celebrate Mm -hmm. the power and perseverance of water and evolution and change and people go there and they fall in love there and just seeing this it's majestic it's one of the seven wonders of the world right it's majestic it's amazing and you know what they're looking at does it not occur to anybody that what we're looking at what we call majestic beautiful what's life-changing and awe-inspiring is we are looking at the scars of a battle lost The ground took on the water of the ocean and lost. As the more powerful ocean carved its way through, the ground tried to keep it from doing it. And it couldn't. Hmm. And what's left is the scars of a lost battle. And we think it's beautiful. You know why? (laughs) Because it's fucking beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: So don't hide your scars. The times that you've had these lost battles, that's what someone else is going to think is beautiful. The things you are hiding is what makes you you. The things you talk about least in the book is what the title of the book should be. Accept and embrace and take that power, and let it propel you to something great. So that when you close that book, you can say that was my fucking book. <laughs> You'll see in the beginning of the book it's kind of this and that because I had other people. I had some ghost writers helping me write this, <laughs> and I had some other people whose hands were in there. So you'd see how they made me their character, and they were shining. You you say, but you see about this way into the book. I cut off everyone's
2: hands.
0: (laughs) Nobody's writing in my book. And you see this book take form. And the hero emerges. Let today be the day you pick up that pen. You stop lying to yourself and stop believing the other things that short-sighted people who have no fucking idea who you are and what you're capable of and are scared to death that you find out who you are and what you're capable of. You pick up that pen, and you write your book. Did I just talk for, did you well, say good morning, and I talked for an hour? Yeah, break?
1: oh wow, that was powerful.
0: Folks, I love you all. I'm going to continue on my day, <laughs> um, and I hope you continue on yours, unapologetically badass. And that you recognize that every single day is the opportunity that you have. If you if you swing and miss today, get back up there tomorrow. But do your best to do it today. Any small change is embracing the change. Any small step into that flow is a step closer than you were yesterday. Than maybe you were your entire life. And that's okay. Any advancement is a pulse. We want pulses. Stagnancy is bad. We want pulses. So bring that to your life. Thank you for listening. Share this. Let people know that we're around. And uh, check out our podcast and everything else. I'm a pretty findable fella. So uh, check out our stuff. Thank you for sharing our stuff. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time.